This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. What's good, people? It's the NBC Podcast with your boy, S. McCann. And this is episode 17, Draft War Room 2021. And my guest for this episode is Mike Z, my boy, my guy. You know how we get down. And in this episode... We break down the top 10 teams that's drafting in this year's draft, the trades that happened before the draft, and our take on certain players, certain teams, and certain team needs. And so before we get started, this episode took place before Baltimore's big trade. Kansas City and so Baltimore they traded Orlando Brown to Kansas City for a 2021 first round pick number 31 a third round pick number 94 a fourth round pick number 136 and a fifth rounder in 2022. And so Kansas City, obviously they got Orlando Brown, a 2021 second round pick, number 58, and a sixth round pick in 2022. And so people, let's get into this episode, episode 17. Draft War Room 2021. Yeah. What's good, people? This is the NBC Podcast with your boy, S. McCann. I do have a special guest. My guest is Mike Z. What's good, Mike? Everything, man. Thanks for having me back on here. It's always good. Yes, sir. Let's get into this 2021 NFL Draft. You know how we get down. Yeah, episode 17. Let's get it. So these pre-draft trades, bro. Miami, they was picking third overall. And this was from the, the Texans Laramie Tunchel trade. They traded the number three to the 49ers for the number 12 overall for a 2022 first round pick, a 2022 third round pick. In the 2023 first round pick, the Eagles then traded the number six pick to Miami for the number 12 overall for a 2021 pick. Fourth round, that is 123rd and a 2022 first round pick. 
Miami received a 2021 fifth round pick, number 156. And these trades basically involved only three teams. But you already know it threw off the draft order from number four. So what you think about these trades, bro? I'm surprised the Niners moved up that high. I thought they would ride it out another year with Jimmy G. We all know, I, I think the consensus is he's not like the greatest quarterback. They had a really good team that year. They went to the Super Bowl. I'm still surprised to see them jump up that high, especially you never see a trade that with that big a movement this far in advance of the draft. But if they make the right pick, I think it was a good move for them. Dolphins got more picks, not that they really need any more. With the Eagles, I didn't see that one coming. I just remember I was sitting on the chair and about a half, I see the 49ers trade, then a half hour later, the Eagles and Dolphins. And that one took me by surprise, too, because I thought the Eagles would have stayed in there. And all the fans want a receiver. They want Kyle Pitts or, or Devontae Smith. But I think in the end, I think that was the smart play for the Eagles. You give Jalen Hurts a shot. You give him a full year to see what he really can do. You're still picking high enough that you can get a, a good player to build around them. And you get that extra first and three potential first-round picks next year now if the trade with the Colts works out. And yeah. at that point, you either get your quarterback next year or you have Hurts and you continue to build around him for the future. Yeah, when I seen that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what they're trying to do. They're just trying to rebuild. You have to rebuild. And to go back six picks, that's not that bad. You're still in the first round. So you're going to get a top-tier talent at 12. And also, you pick up that draft compensation for next year. It's no lose-lose. You get a first-round pick, bro. Yeah, they have you know these first-round I mean, picks is a hit-and-miss anyway. Yeah, And they're an older team. If you just look at the front seven with Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, and their main guys, they're all getting up there. They're, they're not young. They're in their early 30s now in, in football years. That's getting up there in age. I think like you did, it's a smart play. You get these extra picks. You got multiple first-round picks in the following year. You're not going to probably not going to win the Super Bowl this year. Rebuild. You got a first-year head coach. Give him some ammunition to build that roster up and make yeah. it into a, content, a team that can contend for multiple years. Straight. You really have to look at it as, yeah, that sixth pick would have been nice, but you getting – Another first-round pick just to move back six places, bro. But so, now, like we talked about before, the key yeah. is going to be hitting on these draft picks. They haven't you really hit. Because yeah. the only Pro Bowler in, since 2012, I believe, was Carson Wentz. So it, it doesn't matter how many picks you get if you don't hit. I so think it, Brandon just, Graham was a Pro Bowler last year. Oh, he was drafted back in like 2010. Yeah, so. yeah, I get what you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what that's going to be the key is hitting on these picks. If they can hit yeah. on these picks, then they'll be in good shape. Yeah, man. So the the draft order, we just doing the top ten. We're not doing all the teams. We be here for <laughs> three to four hours breaking down the draft with a mock draft of all the teams. So we just doing the top ten, and so the draft order right now. As it sits with the first pick, the Jaguars are picking, and their projected pick is Trevor Lawrence, the QB. I think it's safe to say that one's pretty much set in stone. We can stop saying yeah. that one's projected at this point. That's it. You, we already know what that's going to be. The Jets, the projected pick, they got the second pick, and their projected pick is Zach Wilson. 
the, the quarterback out of BYU. And like <laughs> Mike said, we already know that's set in stone. And so the third pick is the 49ers. And so the projected pick a week ago was Matt Jones. But now the projected pick just as of today is what, Mike? Justin Fields. Yeah, so that's, that's now Justin Fields. Today. Yeah, so now Justin Fields is back in, I guess, 49ers grace, if you want to say that they want to pick him now. We'll talk about that a little later in the pod about Justin Fields, but the projected pick a week ago was Mac Jones from Alabama, but now it's Justin Fields from Ohio State quarterback. Number four is the Falcons, and we've seen in the news that the Falcons might not even stay here Basically, they're ready to trade this pick out. The projected pick is Trey Lance, the QB from the alma mater of Carson Wentz. The next pick is the Bengals at number five, and their projected pick is Kyle Pitts. And then the next projected pick, what they were saying was going to be Jamar Chase the receiver out of LSU. And Kyle Pitts is the tight end from Florida. And so Jamar Chase, I think, is the pick for the QB because they played together. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Before everybody was hot on Jamar Chase the last couple of weeks for Cincinnati, everybody had them taking Penny Sewell, the offensive tackle out of Oregon. Yeah which would make sense because Burrow obviously it got hurt and, and their line wasn't the greatest. They signed an offensive lineman in free agency. But you still need offensive linemen. But now the rumors are saying that Burrow is pushing for Jamar Chase. Yeah. So I, I could if he's on the board, I could definitely see that, which I think he will be there if the way the draft yeah. is going to fall with the quarterbacks. I think Chase would probably be the betting favorite to go to the Bengals there at number five right now. I'd say if it wasn't Chase, I would probably guess that it would be one of the offensive tackles. I don't know about Pitts right there. I would probably say Chase yeah. and then Sewell or Slater. Yeah, me too. I think they should go O-tackle, offensive tackle. But if your quarterback is saying who they want, you got to go with your quarterback. But they already bro. have decent receivers. Tyler Boyd is nice. They drafted T. Higgins last year who had a who had Yeah, a really but when good you get that season. one more... If you get one more and you don't even got to pay him top dollar, you get one more, now you setting your quarterback to succeed, yeah. bro. But look what happened to Mahomes in the Super Bowl when their O-line fell apart. It didn't matter. You can get O-line in, in those bottom halves of the draft. You get the receiver, then you just draft O-line, second round, third round, fourth. Just do that. You don't got to get an O-line there. Yeah, but the receiver class is way deeper in this draft. Yeah, than the, true the indeed. But are. if my QB is, is round, lobbying, that's what you really need. But no, yeah. I, I agree. They put up great numbers together. Burrow had a historical college season with Jamar yeah. Chase. But yeah, I wouldn't yeah. disagree with you there. I, if they took Jamar Chase there, I, I think that would be either way. Whether they went with Chase or Sewell, I think they yeah. would both be good picks. Me too. So the next order of the draft, the next pick is Miami. And <laughs> their projected pick is Jamar Chase as well to go with Tua. 
out there in Miami. The seventh pick is the Lions, Detroit, and this projected pick is Justin Fields. If they can get Justin Fields at seven, the Lions are ecstatic, bro. They are ecstatic. Oh, absolutely. I haven't heard too much on quarterback for them. Remember, they did this trade for golf, and they got his big contract. It wouldn't surprise me to see them take a quarterback like Justin Fields if he fell. Uh, A lot of, like, mock drafts and a lot of hype I see in the media would be that they would take, like, a Devontae Smith or receiver because they just lost Kenny Galladay to free agency. Or that could be another spot for them to trade down because there were rumors saying that they would trade down. And I think if Justin Fields fell that far, then a team like a New England or even Denver could try and jump up to take him at this spot. But if they stay at seven, the hottest rumors are that they, they would might look at receiver. Or even I've seen a couple mock drafts have them taking Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State. He's pretty much a do-it-all linebacker. He can play in the middle. He can rush off the edge. I think he was yep. like, what, like 240 pounds and ran a 4-3. Unreal athleticism, <laughs> and he can do it all. So it could, Ain't they, they coach- could go a couple different ways there. The coach is from the Saints. Wasn't he the tight ends coach? Yeah, I believe so. And he was like the assistant head coach or something like that. Yeah. He so was the one saying save he was Kyle looking Pitts. for a bunch of guys to bust your kneecaps at his press conference. Yeah. Was that guy. <laughs> so if, if Kyle Pitts dropped to seven, I see them taking him. Oh, yeah. Especially Just because of the market coach. For a receiver, you could, I know yeah. he's technically labeled a tight end, but you could look at him tight end. We've talked about this outside of this all the time about how he, he's a tight end receiver. He can do uh, Pitts can do it all. So, yeah. of course, if he, I fully expect Kyle Pitts to be gone by the, by seven. There's no way he's going to last till seven. But if he did, it would definitely make that pick more interesting for the Lions. Yeah, it should. So, number eight is the Panthers. And their projected pick is Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle from Northwestern. As you guys know or heard, they just got a quarterback, Sam Darnold from the Jets, and so they just picked him up. So this pick should be an offensive tackle to protect him. Number nine, the Broncos, their projected pick is Penny Sewell, offensive tackle from Oregon. And basically the reason why the projected picks for these offensive linemen is coming because the top four picks are basically quarterbacks and so it's pushing the draft down now you getting good players being pushed to these teams and so why wouldn't you take the top offensive linemen if they're getting pushed all the way to eight or nine yeah absolutely the broncos could be in market for a quarterback as well because true lock hasn't really set the world on fire and shown that he could be the guy i could definitely yeah. like you said if one of these tackles fall or if, like we talked about, if you start to see Justin Fields slide down a little bit, the Broncos are mentioned as a team that could move up for him or even a Trey Lance if either one of them slide past four. You see the Broncos moving up. At the beginning, a lot of room before free agency, you would see the talk of the Broncos going for corner. But I don't see that anymore. They signed a yeah. couple guys in free agency, so I don't think they go that route. Yeah, I don't see them going no corner. No, not after so before the last... free agency, yeah. 
But then they signed a couple corners in free agency. The kid from that the Bears caught Fuller. They signed him. Fuller. And they signed one more as well. I can't think of who they from Washington. What's his name? Washington. He used to be with us. Darby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They signed Darby too. So yeah. they, they're not going to take a corner here. Yeah, I would say either one of the top tackles. The consensus at the beginning, at least among media, was that Shul was the top tackle. But now they're yeah. starting to say that Slater might have overtaken them. But either way, it's Slater and Sewell head and shoulders above the rest of the tackle class. Yeah. And so our last team that we're going to talk about, number 10, is the Cowboys, our rivals. And so their projected pick is what? Kewi Pay out of Michigan. He's an edge. And they need defense to me. But. The rumblings were talking about them selecting an offensive player, which would be bad. And we're going to talk about that at the end of the pod. But yeah, this is the, their projected pick is defense. And that's the edge from Michigan. Or so, a lot of people have them taken uh, certain out of Alabama, the corner. Yeah. Which would be a yeah, good and pick that, for them. And that well. would be a great pick for them because they need a corner and an edge. And so if they would get him, that, that would be great for them. And so the next half of this pod is basically me and Mike breaking down our teams. My team got the number 12th pick and his Ravens got the number 27th pick. And so my needs of my Philadelphia Eagles, what we really need is a receiver, corner, linebacker, Offensive tackle, DN, tight end. Look, we need everything, man. We trash. So <laughs> whatever we can get, yo. That's what happens let's when you're in rebuilding so, mode. Yeah, we need everything. So our projected pick is Patrick Sertain, corner out of Alabama. And they also said that we're looking at Horn from South Carolina corner. So either one of those corners, I'm good with. But if a tough wide receiver drops the 12, let's get him. If if, if Kyle Pitts drops the 12, let's get him. No, but if I they mean, all going, we got to go corner. Yeah, if Kyle Pitts somehow fell, I'd say you, know, you run, that car, run that card up to the, the podium. I don't see that happening. I do see potentially maybe – Waddle or Devontae Smith falling because yeah. and, and I know everybody's talking about all oh, their size isn't a big deal, which that's everybody saying that. But if you look at history, receivers of their size do tend to fall in the draft. We can yeah. look at just what was it? The last draft where C D Lamb fell all the way to Dallas at what was it like yep. sixteen or seventeen? And Henry yeah. Ruggs, the first receiver taken, wasn't taken till eleven. So while I fully expect Jamar Chase to be taken with a top five, top six pick, yeah, Waddle and Smith, I could easily see them falling because of teams concerned about their size being like 180, 185 pounds. So yeah. if one of those was there, this works out great because people, well, the, when the Eagles had the six pick, a lot of mock drafts had them projected to take one of them at six. But if you can move down at 12 and still get one of them, that's great. But also, like you had mentioned, Getting one of those top corners like or, or certain if he's still there or even if he's there, they would both be great picks because 
yeah, they being picked that high, you're going to have number one corner potential. But you guys already have a Darius Slay. So these guys yeah. are coming in and not necessarily guarding the opposing team's number That's one receiver. That's what I'm saying. So you, you can set them up for success there, and you have a solid yes. corner tandem, and that'll help out your pass rushers big time. Yep. Yeah. If if we pick a top corner in the draft, they going against the second best receiver on the team, bro. Absolutely. And they, or I could and even see an edge get... rusher, too. Yeah. And so... If they're there, you take it because now you setting up, like you said, the defensive line for success. You need to do that. But we already yeah. know, man, how we get fixed, stayed in on somebody. Then he'd be like, oh, this is who we want. But, yo, this is a no-brainer. If these corners are here, just pick them. That's it. Oh, absolutely. Because, like we talked about, the receiver class is deep. And I think you guys have multiple second-round picks this year, if I'm correct. And you can get a receiver in the second round because yeah. uh, obviously we know you need to you need to give more weapons for Hertz to give him to have him have a chance for success. Like you said, if one of those corners is still there, then that's a home run pick in my opinion to help out that defense because they they were getting cooked. Yeah, especially that's, when you yeah. got C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Amari Cooper. Yeah, you, you need them twice a year. You need multiple corners to guard those guys. You need multiple and even corners, Washington. Man with McLaurin, yeah. and then they signed Curtis Samuel in free agency. Yeah. So even they got multiple receivers now. Yeah, the corner is – that's the way to go. So and you're the Giants ready. just added Kenny Galladay. So that 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 division, you're going to need multiple corners to be successful in that division this year. Yeah, and so your Ravens, they're picking yep. at number 27. 27. And so the needs of your team is an edge, O-line, and receiver and yeah, the, break correct. down those the O-line or what you need. Those are the biggest needs. Free agency, mm-hmm. we lost uh, Yannick Ngakwe and Matthew yeah. Dudon, the, our top two edge rushers. We, we're always in the market for a receiver. Yes, we signed Sammy Watkins. I like that move, but we still need to draft a receiver, I think, in the top two rounds. A lot of mock drafts, I've seen some, the, the most popular pick right now, and I believe Mel Kuyper in all four of his mock drafts, has us taken Terrace Marshall Jr. out of LSU. Um, yeah. He's a bigger receiver. He's still got four four speed. Yeah. Uh, looking at his looking at his numbers here, he's six three two oh five. He ran a four four in the shortened season. He had ten touchdowns last year with with the bad quarterback play. I think that could be because we needed a bigger receiver. You got Hollywood, who's fast and small. Sammy Watkins is a He's okay. He's not that big physical receiver that you necessarily need. So I think Marshall or even Rashad Bateman is another popular pick. And he's, his measurements actually surprised some people. They thought he was going to be a little bit bigger. He ended up measuring in at six foot and 190 pounds, which is still would be an upgrade and I think would be a good pick as well. Or edge rusher. It, it, it's hard because at that late, they're talking with this draft, this edge rusher class. There's no, there's no obvious like Chase Young, top of the line guy. Yeah. They're all, they're all pretty solid. So guys, I think that could be picked at the edge for us could be like Jay, Jalen Phillips out of Miami. His other, his teammate Gregory Rasu could fall. Joseph Osai, I've seen mock to them as well. So there could be multiple edge rushers, and then I and think the one edge of the, from. Penn State. Yes. Yeah. J- Jason Oa. 
Yeah. Yeah. He he had some crazy numbers. I think he's six yeah, five, two fifty, and I crazy. think he ran like a four three at his pro day. For me, I don't know how I feel about that because he had zero sacks. And yes, I know you're drafting yeah. on projections. You're projecting on to be good, to be much better. But to me, I would still like to see some production. I'm not saying you got to have a 10, 12 sack season in college, but at least have some kind of production. And I haven't really watched him too much, so I don't know too much about him. That is another popular mock selection to us. And then our other biggest need would be on the offensive line. Our offensive line in, in, in that Buffalo playoff game got torn up. Center couldn't snap the ball. So we need interior. We need another guard, like a left. We had, The plan would be if we took a guard, then our current left guard would then slide to center, who Bozeman, he played center at Alabama in college and was good there. Or you could just draft a center and leave him at left guard, and I think that would be all right. And then another underrated need would be offensive tackle because – uh, the Orlando Brown Jr. situation where he wants to be traded to a team where he can play left tackle. So if you yeah. trade him, then obviously tackle becomes a need. And even if you don't, you're going to need somebody to replace him because after this year, he's going to leave via free agency anyway. So yeah. uh, offensive tackle, right tackle is another underrated need for us as well. So I would be happy with the first round pick if they're picking any one of those, whether it's receiver, edge, or offensive line. I think those are the routes we need to go that would help our team the best and give Lamar yeah. that chance to continue his growth and hopefully get him a Super Bowl. Yeah, you, you got to build around that QB. And if you don't build around your QB, man, it's, it's going to be rough for you. No, yeah. Justin so Fields. If we, get, if we get a big body receiver, I think that's going to help yeah. Lamar out tremendously in the passing game. Yes. So Justin Fields, all the the talk two weeks ago, a week ago, was him dropping in the draft. Me and Mike talked about it. We like, look, man, this dude is one of the top offensive talents that you have in this draft at quarterback. He's been highly rated since high school the top two quarterback highly rated. And so even with his numbers at Ohio State, he's dropping? Come on, man. The dude got talent. You can't say he don't got an arm. He can't run. You saying that, oh, he always stares down his first receiver. But if that first receiver open, I'm not looking at the other one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when people talk about, oh, Mac Jones went through his progressions. How? When he had Waddle and he had the other dude was always open. He was the best receiver in college football. Yeah, you have you have all these first-round picks of receiver, and then you got Najee Harris catching balls out of the backfield as yeah. well. Life is easy for you when you're – when you got that, yeah, they, he had so much talent. And obviously, Justin Fields has the size. He's got the arm. He's got the speed. He got and everything. I think what, what doesn't get talked about with him enough is his toughness. And you can see in that Clemson, in that playoff game against Clemson, he took that shot to the ribs. And you could see how much pain he was in. And he missed maybe, what, one play, if at all, and yeah. came back. And you could see how much pain he was in, and he's toughing it out. He, he's got that toughness. And with regards yeah. to not getting past his first read, 
you got to look at what he was asked to do what in that system. We don't know what he was asked to do as outsiders. Yes. Was he only asked to look at that one read? But again, like you said, if that reads open, why would you look past it anyway? Because the number one read, that's the guy the play's designed to go to Man, anyway. If anybody talk about who made reads in college, everything wide open. What type of reads you making? Everybody wide open. You can't say that Mac Jones made all these reads. Dude was the number one receiver. He was wide open. He was cooking everybody. What read do you need to make? And like you said, he had the, the running back. He had receivers, tight ends, offensive line. What reads you making? Especially with the way the game is playing with these with these quarterbacks now, you would think that you would lean towards a Justin Fields because obviously Mac Jones is limited with his athletic ability. But, yeah, I'd be stunned. if I know all the rumors are saying that the 49ers yeah. are taking Mac Jones. I'd still be stunned to see that happen. Yeah, I'd be stunned too, bro. It's no way. And whoever gets this kid filled, they're going to have a field day because one of those teams, they're just going to sit him because they already got a quarterback. They're just going to sit him. You can teach a quarterback to go through their progressions, bro. You can teach that. You seen it with your man Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. You seen it. He, yeah, he he's gotten better college. over the years at it. Is he yes, perfect? In, no, but he's no. Good. you can see the improvement from year to year. But that's what you have coaches for exactly. to teach that, bro. Remember, you these don't are have 21, 22 year old kids. So yes. it's not like you can mold them and make them into what you want them to be as long as that that as long as they got the I, the football IQ and that talent and athleticism. But it is comes there. to that coach, bro. It comes to the coach and the system. If you think that Mac Jones is good for your system, pick him at three. Yeah. You better and, be good. I was listening to another podcast earlier today with a guy yeah. that covers the NFL for a living and yeah they was talking about some of the concerns that he was hearing with fields and uh, that we don't hear about is that maybe that ohio state system doesn't necessarily set you up for success at the pro level and they also talked about the guy the, the most recent quarterback at ohio state being a massive bust but granted, that was for different reasons. That was for immaturity type reasons. And as far as I heard, I haven't heard on, Fields man. has those kind of concerns at all. So that shouldn't be held against them at all. But no. just these are some things that I've heard that might potentially. And again, who knows? This could all just be smoked by a team trying to get Fields yeah. to fall down to them so they can pick them. You, you, yeah. you never know with all these rumors come draft night. Was Haskins, happens. was Haskins rated? The number two quarterback in high school, no. number one and number two. I never heard of the boy. That I never just, heard of Haskins. That was just a terrible draft class for quarterbacks overall. Yeah. Overall. I mean, it was like him and Daniel Jones. Yes. That was not the year to need a quarterback. I mean, yeah, him and, him and Daniel Jones, man. They both was – well, Daniel Jones ain't bad, but – Damn, coaching, co see, coaching, that's what happened with Daniel Jones. Coaching. Somebody coached him up. His he had the same coach quarterbacks as uh, coach Eli and Peyton his, from, from down in Duke, Cutcliffe. Yeah, he, he had good coaching. That's why they picked him. And so these offensive tackles dropping in the draft. I wouldn't be mad if my team picked the offensive lineman, bro. I wouldn't be mad at that. No. If you can get a top offensive lineman at 12, 
Oh my goodness! Because you could plug you could plug him in at left tackle and you're good to go. Because Dillard's always yeah. been hurt, and the few times that he has played for you guys, has he really shown that he's the the, the left tackle for the next ten years? Not necessarily. Nope. And cooked. so if you can get a Penny Sewell or a Rashawn Slater that fall to twelve, now not only are you got your left tackle situation, now you're giving Hurts more confidence when he's back there, knowing that he's going to be protected. But see, what I'm looking at is, look, you can draft that pick. Then you can trade. Like, you can trade that pick. I'm a strong believer in you build your team from the lines out. Yes, Um, you do. If you you have a good offensive line, chances are your team's going to be pretty damn good. Yeah. I feel like offensive line is more important than necessarily, like, the receiver position or a tight end position. Obviously, every position has its value. But I don't I think, know about I think that. Offensive bro. linemen's are more important. If you can have an offensive lineman, and you can have a great offensive line, but you don't got no pass catches, you clean, and there ain't nobody getting open. Come on, man! You still need that pass catcher, bro. Oh, no, you need absolutely, somebody absolutely to get it. Absolutely, but to me, I don't know. I just think for me, the offensive line is more important because they affect the run game a lot more too because the receivers help out and block a little bit, but obviously it's going to come down to the offensive line. Yeah, so if I you get, get what that, you If you get that starting left tackle that you, and it, you say you take a school and he's your starter for the next yeah. 10 to 12 years, you don't have to worry about left tackle for the next 10 years and you're set yeah. and you can focus on getting these pass catchers and these other positions to help out your quarterback. True. True indeed. So to close out the pod, Dallas seems to be hot on the offensive player. Jerry Jones, man, you need to chill, man. You need to just give up this GM job. Yo, what's up with him? You hot on Kyle Pitts, so you need a tight end. Who? The, it's only one ball, bro, for one. And they for already two. got three good receivers, and Zeke yeah. wants the ball every damn near every play as well. Yo, come on, man. You can only pay certain players, bro. Like, you you just not going to just focus on defense? That's what got you in trouble. All these years was your D. Your Lord. offense was nice. You couldn't stop nobody. What's your word for their D? Candy, <laughs> candy. They definitely D. had that Terry candy claw. Like, I mean, yo, man. I could see if I was them. The only way I would go offense would be for them would be offensive line because yes. the other left tackle Tyron Smith had these neck injuries and then a lot yep. of them got hurt. But I'm with you. They, I I absolutely think they need to go defense. So like we talked about these corners or maybe the edge rusher. I don't know, but they definitely need to go defense. 100% because you Even know your if, offense you, you don't need an offensive skill position at this point yeah. not right now unless you're getting it's a late round pick and you're doing it for depth purposes in case yeah. of injuries you need to start building that defense now but even like we said if these top tackles fall or offensive linemen fall they better get them because Absolutely. you know Travis Frederick the the center he had a career-ending injury or whatever he had. It was career-ending, so he couldn't play football no more. So that really affected them last year. Mm-hmm. But if you can get an offensive lineman, you get it. Because what we always say, man, 
You don't have to pay these people. You can franchise them. You can have these kids for five, six, seven years if you franchise them three times. So you can have these people wrapped up in the contract for so long where you can have them at that position for years. Yeah, that to me, that's one of the most important parts of the team, as I've stated a few times there with the offensive yeah. line. And and to go back to their defense, it's not like you need uh, the number one defense, but you need a defense that, that can make stops. That that can get the stop when you need. Yeah, you need at least a middle of the road defense, in my opinion. Their offense with a healthy Dak is going to put up points because there's not many teams that can just flat out stop Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb and Michael Gall yeah. and stop Zeke all at the same time. Dallas is going to put up some points when with a healthy Dak. But you just need a team to get that stop or two when you need it the most, and your offense is going to score, you'd be all right. So if they upgrade the defense even a little bit, because we know, again, that division's going to be up for grabs. It was historically yeah. bad last year, and how much better is it going to be this year? Because you yeah, are in so. rebuilding mode. The The Giants, they're... They're not going to, I don't think they're going to be great. Washington is decent, but with their quarterback situation, yeah. you don't know how far they're going to go. You want to say Dallas should be the favorite because out of the four teams, they got the best quarterback situation. They got the best quarterback in the division. But, they got the best quarterback. They got the best receivers. They got the best running back. I don't know about my boy. My boy, nice. Sanders is nice. I don't know. And but don't forget they, Saquon Barkley's back, too. Yeah, Saquon. Yeah. But they got the, the best running back that's He's been consistent. in the league and they've been consistent. And he does it year after proven. year. He does it. Yes. Until he messed something up before the season. Then he got a six, sit six games or something doing stupid stuff. But, yeah, like we said, man, they, they got everything. I just think they don't got the right coach. No, I, I I agree. I and and I think that goes to the overall culture, starting with with Jerry Jones. That I just don't feel like, but I just don't feel like that team has the leadership. Yeah, I think Dak's a leader, but you need more than one leader on that team. Who else is out there on that? Like all these great teams that you see, they have they have great yeah. leadership on their team. And again, with you, you go back to the coach too. Do I, like yeah, McCarthy won a Super Bowl before, but last year. Even before Dak got hurt, yeah, he was putting up numbers, but they were still a dumpster fire, like losing all these <laughs> yeah, games. Like trash. they had like one win. They were like one in three. So it's I don't know. I just think that overall culture just seems off to me. They're not that American to me, they're not that America's team anymore. At least in my lifetime, they haven't been good other than, they haven't been good since before I remember, since I was a little kid. And I don't really yeah. remember that much because I was like three years old when they were good. Now, all I know is they haven't won a playoff game in like 20. They've won one playoff game in the last 25 years. So, yeah. Eh. But hey, yeah. if they want to continue being bad, that's not my team. So I'm not too mad at it. As long as my team's doing yeah. good, I, that's I want them. Matters. Look, man, I want them to select an offensive player, man. That's it. Go ahead. Select that offensive player, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to Eagles. get them corners, man. But yeah, people, that's a wrap. Convo Vision, nothing but conversations podcast with my boy Mike. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks You're for having come me. With Can't a part wait to be two. back on it. Yes, sir. We coming with a part two after the draft. How our teams did. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, one. So that was episode 17 
Draft War Room 2021. I'd like to thank my guest, Mike Z, for stopping by the pod. You know how we get down. And so, you can check this podcast out on YouTube, Convo Vision, on every major platform that you can listen to podcasting. This podcast is on there. And so, people, we will be coming with another episode breaking down our two teams, the Eagles and the Ravens, how we did in this year's draft. So with that, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One. Make sure you go listen to all old and new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms. And please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel.